welcome back to the If It Fits podcast. I am one of your hosts, Michelle Jane. And I'm your other host, Jessica Payne. How are you, Michelle? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you as well. I'm, I actually was really tired. Like I had a bit of a lie-in this morning because I've just been working so late every day this week. It's just been one of those weeks where like I've planned my day, but then other stuff was cropped up like all the time that wasn't in my plan. So yeah, I've just gone to bed. Well, I mean, gone to bed. I finished work later than 10 p.m. every single day, Monday to Thursday. So felt a bit tired this morning, but I've done my cardio. I'm up and about and I'm actually feeling really energized and awake after my cardio. So all is good. How are you? How's prep going? How's your photo shoot prep going? It's yeah, it's going well, actually. Thank you. Obviously, as you know, my body is one of those bodies which is very slow to respond, complete opposite to you, where you will just cut your calories a little bit and get lean. <laughs> I um gotta work for it <laughs> really hard. <laughs> but no, it's it's um it's going all right, actually. We've had cardio increased. I think I told you that last week, didn't I? To 45 minutes a day. So that's still the same. Food's still the same, no changes this week. Um, I think in the nine weeks that I've been dieting so far, I've dropped, let me work it out on my fingers. <laughs> so in nine weeks, I've dropped eight pounds. So literally like just under a pound a week, which is decent on average. Probably would have expected that to look a little bit more on the scale wise, just in terms of the amount of activity that I'm doing, because I'm obviously doing 12,000 steps, 45 minutes of cardio, seven days a week. And I'm on like just just under 1500 calories at the moment. But that's literally what I have to go through to to lose it. It's always been the same for me. It's never dropped. Gain muscle really, really quickly. Like no problem. I'm the opposite. Yeah, no problems (laughs) for me going to the gym. Like I'll have a couple of weeks, even if I've had months off and you know, my quads will be popping, my shoulders will start coming back. So I love that. That's amazing. But then losing the fat, it just takes me so long. (laughs) And I've got some clients, obviously, who are in the same position. And I'm like, literally, I'm with you. Like, (laughs) I totally understand what what it's like. We can do it. I'm doing it with you. Come on, let's push. (laughs) But yeah, it's going well. I've actually feel like this week, you know, suddenly you've been doing it for a while. And then suddenly you feel like a switch goes and you feel like you feel like tighter in the morning around the stomach and waist. Well, I've had that for the past couple of days where I've got woken up and thought, yeah, I'm feeling, I can feel this the change. This is a great example yeah. that it's taken you nine weeks yeah. to start to feel it. Exactly. So it's just proof to everyone out there, like, just keep going. Like, Jessica is training and, well, doing cardio every day. Yeah. She's only just now nine weeks in starting to feel it. Exactly. I mean, obviously, I've seen small changes in my progress photos but they're not drastic changes you know you can see that my waist has come in you can see the stomach's a bit flatter and I've got a little bit less back fat and all of that sort of stuff and I and my clothes feel a little bit better but yeah in terms of me waking up in the morning and actually thinking yeah god I can really feel now my stomach starting to get tighter and leaner I can see like the shape coming through that's taken literally until now nine weeks of being a hundred percent consistent as well literally for the entire time I haven't done anything um that I shouldn't have so that it does just show you know some people like you can't ever compare your journey to anybody else's and this is why like you said Michelle Mm -hmm. you struggle to gain the muscle so for me to say grow muscles easy 
like it's not for you and I'm like losing fat's easy exactly so everybody is different we all have our own areas of struggle some genetically gifted people are really good at both (laughs) the mesomorphs (laughs) and they'll be able to grow (laughs) grow muscle and lose fat really easily so I hate those (laughs) no I'm joking they're annoying those people I know I know but no we can't have everything and and I think it's nice to have you you know for me to experience a struggle in that area because it means I can relate to people you know whose calories I am having to drop far lower than I would potentially like or than other people are on and I can literally relate to it all I'm I'm doing it with you (laughs) so so yeah yeah, I'll I will document my um my journey in a couple of months time once I'm nearer that condition and feel a little bit better but yeah I say uh, it's going well so far I am pushing on I've we've I think we've got a diet break planned for December so nice. uh, during December my cardio will reduce a little bit my food will go up just to give me a little bit of a reset because it would have been obviously four full months then of like pushing hard so it'll be nice to relax a little bit um before I go again in January and hopefully I mean I'm like we were just talking briefly before we came on the podcast my goal to be that lean is literally probably March April or possibly even May next year and I started in August so that just shows like how realistic you need to be when you're planning and trying to achieve a goal like if you've got a lot of lot of body fat to lose or whatever it might be then you have to be realistic with your goal. Like there was no point in me saying I want to be shredded and have my photo shoot at the beginning of December because I'll be nowhere near ready. (laughs) So yeah, I'm just enjoying it. And how about CrossFit? Are you still loving CrossFit? Yeah, I love it. I learned something new again this week. What was that? I've learned how to do a double under. Well, I can only do one. (laughs) Well, still. (laughs) A double under is basically skipping but the, the rope goes round twice per one jump. So okay. you basically jump and the skipping rope goes round twice. It, it looks easier than it is. It's so hard. because you No, it looks hard. <laughs> I can confirm. It looks hard. <laughs> but it's so hard to get the rope to go round twice per one jump. But uh, I managed to do one. I can do one, start, one, start. Whereas before, I just couldn't get the rope to go round twice. And I bought a skipping rope now, so I bought one this, for my height, so I bought, like, a personalised one, so you, you, like, put your height in. Yeah. Um, so that arrived yesterday, so um, I haven't used it yet, but I'm going to go out my back garden and practice my double-enders. So I can do one, so I haven't learned something new this week. Oh, well done. That's every week so far, you're learning something new. It was handstands last week. Um, no, it wasn't handstands, you did the rope, the rope climb. Yeah, I climbed a rope the week before was handstands. They did try to teach me. Um, I just, I can't get it at the minute. I'm just not strong enough on my upper body. So that's something i got to work on. To do a handstand, but kipping. You know where you do kipping, as in yeah. on the, the bar? Well, you basically, there's um, a handstand kip where you basically do a handstand on the wall and then you go down and then you bring your legs like away from the wall I, I've seen these. I know what you mean. I've seen them. Oh, them, my yeah. God. It's so hard. I physically can't. I can do a handstand, like a headstand and a handstand on the wall. But to do that and power up, I just haven't got the power in my upper body to do it. Uh, <laughs> so that's on, that's on my next list. Well, I like that because you've obviously got all of these little things and little goals. So it's just going to be 
really exciting journey because you can focus on like one or two little things at a time. So if you want to do that, then right, I need to build my upper body strength. And like we said before, it's nice for that not to be an aesthetic goal and just something yeah. completely different. And it's it's challenging you. And obviously when you are feeling, when you're challenged by something, it makes the journey way more exciting. It helps you grow as a person as well. Like not in terms of just doing that move, like it shows you, if you can be dedicated and consistent and achieve it, then you just get like a huge sense of satisfaction after that, don't you? So Yeah, and getting awesome. fitter as well. So I'm usually, uh, when they do the wads at the end, like I used to find them so hard. There's, there's a difference between just doing like 30, 40 minutes on your spin bike and yeah. doing a Metcon, doing a Metcon circuit that includes like rowing, air bike, running, wall balls, all like with no rest and I was always coming like more or less last and the other day out of 11 people I think it was I come second and I was like oh my god amazing I was like well done Michelle you come second out of 11 yeah I was buzzing I didn't come like last on circuits are literally disgusting I used to do two when I did like a prep a couple of years ago I did two Metcon circuits a week and I can't explain well you'll know the feeling but you literally feel like you're gonna die in your chest don't you (laughs) I just I used to hate life like I used to have to psych myself up to do them I absolutely loved them though and like afterwards I just used to feel amazing only 15 to 20 minutes they ever were but like you know a mixture of rowing kettlebell swings squat jumps all of that sort of stuff and yeah, this was Remember. within 20 minutes and I was coming towards the end and I just felt really dizzy. And I was like this, I bent over with my hands on my knees. I said to the guy, I went, the last exercise was 20 squats. And I was like, what's after this? He was like, what? I went, what's after squats? You went, nothing. So I just powered through the squats <laughs> and I head on the floor. And I looked around, I was like, yes, I'm second. <laughs> oh, wicked. That's so cool. So yeah, I'm getting fitter, which is good because that was my goal. I wanted to concentrate more on like fitness and learn new stuff. So yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's going good, but I'm supposed to train this morning. I've trained three days in a row. This would be my fourth day, but my glutes and all I did, I say all, but all I did was reverse lunges with a 25k barbell. Yeah. We did, it's within a Metcon circuit, but that's the only thing I can think of that did it. And we did, um, it was eight reps, eight times within like spread out amongst the circuit and all, all three of us me emma and beth were messing with each other my ass is killing my glutes are killing like can't sit down <laughs> and literally this is from tuesday and today i literally can't bend down can't sit down and i was like i need a rest <laughs> oh my god i've had that similar feeling this week so i told you last week about my issue in my bum yeah my piriformis syndrome which was what we think it is so I'd had like a whole week off training hamstrings and glutes. I trained quads once, but I went back on on Monday. Sorry, I usually train on a Sunday legs, but I couldn't this week. So I trained Monday and oh my God, I did the workout. That was fine. Went back to do legs again on Wednesday because I have three leg sessions and I couldn't do it. I had to give up like halfway through my session. I was, you know, doms. Yeah. It was like doms, but a million times worse and I felt like I was I felt like I could feel every single muscle fiber tearing as I as I moved and I messaged Ronnie I'm gonna read it what I said um 
oh my God, I'm in the gym and I can't explain my leg doms from Monday. I can barely lift any weight. I feel like I'm literally tearing my muscles apart. I've only had two leg sessions off, but it's like they're battered. FML, <laughs> just thought I'd tell you. <laughs> and then he messaged laughing my ass off. So funny, you've got this. I was like, no, yeah. I literally can't explain the agony. It's infuriating because mentally I'm ready for an awesome workout. And funnily enough, one of my clients, she, ha- she had a week off last week because she was ill and she completed her workout this week and put the feedback on. And it was, I had to quit my workout halfway through because my legs are just absolute agony. So I messaged her and I was like, we are twins today. Don't worry, <laughs> I had to do the same thing. I just, it gets to that point where you're like, no, it's not working. Like this no, is just I couldn't, good. So I couldn't do anything today. So it's rest day. Well, it's leg day for me and I'm hoping that they're now recovered. And if not, I'm going to go mad, <laughs> but I'm going to try today. I'm training Sunday, so me and Beth are going to go to the gym and we're going to practice our double unders because we both bought a skipping rope. So we, once a week we go to the Simply Gym and we practice anything that we've learned, like the, the week before, or anything we're struggling with. So we and then we do like a little 10, 12 minute Metcon circuit at the end. So we're going to practice our double unders this week. <laughs> oh, cool. Have you uh, do you follow on Instagram Lauren Jumps? I think she's called. She, I, she oh, I think the sk- started it in lockdown, the skipping girl. Yeah, she did an advert, didn't she, with Grenade? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's amazing. I watch her and I'm just like, that is incredible. I'd love to be able to do that. Maybe that's something. Let me let me do this one thing first. Maybe next year I'll <laughs> I just love to be able to do a double Because in the CrossFit, if you can't do a double under, you've got to do singles. And the one day it was 150 double unders. So I had to do 300 singles. Oh. Because I couldn't do a double under. And he kept coming over and goes, it's easier to do a double under. Well, I can't do a double well, that's under. That's what I was just thinking. If you just got to move your arms, that's way less effort. <laughs> it is, yeah. If you just got to move, yeah. It's basically like a flick of the wrist. He was going, you just got to flick your wrist. I was like, I can't flick my wrist. I'll just do double. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it'll be easier to learn how to do double under, so I won't have to do double. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Right, should we get into this week's topic? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so, so this week, well, <laughs> I was going to say this week, we, were, we are going to talk about literally something simple. We've covered it previously, but think is a good time to remind people of just the basic steps that you can take if you're just starting out on a fat loss journey or even if you want to just get a little bit healthier um just the basic healthy habits that you can implement you know nothing too complicated so we just thought we'd run through those and Michelle is first of all well Michelle's going to do her uh, six-week Christmas lean Christmas lean project is that what it's called the six-week Christmas lean. Six-week Christmas lean. So Michelle's going to be doing that herself, along with um, the awesome group of ladies who've signed up. So she's going to tell us a little bit about what she's going to be doing, because as you know, she's not tracking at the moment. So she's going to be sticking to basics. So what are you going to be doing, Michelle? So obviously, like Josh just said, I'm not going to track. So what I'm going to do is perfect for those starting out. And, you know, you're not quite ready to track yet, or you just want to get a bit healthier um and lose a little body fat by just implementing some um simple basics so basically i'm going to be sticking with five meals um or three meals two snacks now my problem at the minute because i'm not tracking which i've identified is i'm having my three meals two snacks and then 
in the evening I'm having another snack there's an extra snack sneaking in so I need to cut that out so what I'm going to do I'm going to have my three meals two snacks now I like to have a big meal in the evening um so I have to after and I have it quite late uh, by the time Phil comes home so I'm gonna have that as my last meal um and I'm not gonna eat after it so I'm basically gonna brush my teeth and I'm Hopefully that stops me having my last snack. So three meals, two snacks. I'm going to have five portions of fruit and veg. So I'm going to make sure I have veg, um, fruit with my breakfast and then salad or veg with my lunch and then a big portion of veg, green veg with my dinner. Now, when you have five portions of fruit and veg, it doesn't mean five lots are off. So usually I have like 100 to 120 grams or big portion of um, fruit that would class as two. And then with my evening meal, I have a big portion of veg so that would class as two portions. So I'm going to have fruit with my breakfast, salad or um, veg with lunch, and then a big portion of green veg with dinner. I'm going to have a portion of protein with lunch and dinner. Um, and then my third portion of protein is going to be either with breakfast. Sometimes I'll have way with breakfast if I'm making um, like pancakes or protein muffins. Or I'll make sure my third portion of protein is with a snack. So either 0% Greek yogurt or a protein bar. One portion of essential fats. And I always have dark chocolate with uh, my breakfast. But if I do change my breakfast, it'd either be eggs. So again, that's another portion of essential fats. Or I'll add some cheese in with my lunch when I have like a wrap, I'll add some cheese in it. Uh, two litres of water, I've actually got a 2.2 litre, I think it is, yeah, uh, bottle. So I'm going to make sure I drink uh, that during the day. Uh, usually I aim for two to three litres, but I do have a like, lot of coffee and stuff. So as long as I drink that bottle, then that's fine. I'm going to walk every single day. I've got a dog now, so I haven't got an option. <laughs> he needs walking. Um, and I'm not going to track my steps. I've I'm literally off track in everything. I just know that if I go for a 45 minute, 50 minute walk in the morning and all the walking rounds I do around the house, I just know I'm going to get eight to 10K steps in. And I'm going to train four times a week. And that's it. So five meals, five portions, well, three meals, two snacks, five portions of fruit and veg, protein with lunch and dinner, and then either breakfast or a snack, one portion of fats, two liters of water, Walk, go for a walk every day and train four times a week. That's basically, so it's not, um, I'm not setting myself up to fail. These things that I've set myself are achievable. Um, and yeah, and it's something that you can follow if you're um, just starting out. So it is quite basic. And I'm just following some basic principles for the next six weeks. Amazing. And I ran um, a seven day reset challenge last week I think it was just a free challenge just to help people nail these basics and it was pretty much you know exactly what you've described there um because then the basics do work <laughs> they definitely set you up on the right foot and I think all too often people are looking for something really complicated and yeah. I'm going to do keto I'm going to do this I'm going to do this when all they really need to do first of all is literally just nail the basics and it can make such a different even just thinking about your nutrition you know incorporating all of that fruit and veg into your diet and sticking to three meals and two small snacks a day that's something that instantly is making you more mindful about what's going on your plate and what you're eating what you're consuming having you know look thinking about protein thinking about healthy fats and 
carbohydrates and understanding how they're going to fuel your body and not going overboard with all of the snacks like you you said you've gradually started to have that after that evening snack as well and this is just going to make you be more mindful so definitely completely agree with that three meals two snacks no mindless picking everything throughout the day if it's not in your planned little snack then don't have it um so I think that's definitely absolutely key steps eight to ten thousand steps again something so simple everybody can do that everybody can get out and do eight thousand steps a day minimum yes of course for some people it might be effort as it is for me and you because if we we just sit at our desks all day if we don't physically make the effort to get up and go out then of course we're not going to get anywhere near that but you see you do have to like put the effort in to do it but it's just it's low impact it's really good for the mind it's a perfect opportunity to just get out have some time to yourself listen to a podcast listen to something motivational some motivational music something funny something that just takes your mind away from you know work and life stresses I think that is it sets you up for a positive mindset as well as increasing your calorie deficit you know the size of the deficit that you're creating without doing you know just walking eight to ten thousand steps a day is just something that's so easy it's not taxing you can't really say you know I couldn't do that because I was too tired it's it's not taxing at all (laughs) so that's a nice simple one that everybody can can do and even if you can't get out and about, if it's peeing down with rain and the kids are there or ill, there's loads of walking videos on YouTube that you can do. That Rick's Walks or something, Walk with Rick, I think he's called on YouTube. Lots of my clients use his on a rainy day and he's got like 5,000 steps, 10,000 steps. And you follow along, he does it to music. So they're quite exciting to do. Um, another one that we did on the Reset Challenge was no technology 30 to 60 minutes before bed which actually went down really well and sleep is something that obviously all of us do we all sleep every single day but what we don't necessarily all do is have a good nighttime routine sleep is so important for your body to recover it boosts performance when exercising it you know helps you to make good decisions when we're lacking in sleep we often start making poor decisions we start consuming food and junk things that we wouldn't necessarily do if we were well rested because that part of our brain triggers and you know we tend to crave more our cognitive function isn't as good so getting a really good night's sleep is something again that we all do and something that everybody can start to work on and I know some people you know might have babies at home and you know they might have sleep issues but everybody can make some steps to try and implement it might not be an overnight thing but that's why I did that for a challenge 30 to 60 minutes before bed switch off your devices so switch your phone to do not disturb mode so you're not getting notifications coming through from social media um and just use that time. What, well, what I actually recommended was use the time to just practice some mindfulness. Just literally spend that time to write down what well, I gave some prompts for every day. So things like what's three things you're currently thankful for? What are three positive things that happened today? How was today better than yesterday? Just thinking of a couple of those before you go yeah. to bed, setting you up in a positive mind frame and having that opportunity to reflect rather than looking at what other people are doing in their lives that don't really matter to you on social media and all of this other stuff, potential negativity, 
you're setting yourself up with positive thoughts, reflections, and just, you know, setting yourself up for a better sleep. A lot of people who did the challenge commented on that as one of the major things that made such a big difference to them. Um, Just like taking up reading instead. So going to bed half an hour earlier and reading a book and reading. I read every single night in bed and it makes my eyes so heavy within like 15 minutes. I'm fast asleep, basically, like usually dropping my Kindle on my face or something like that, (laughs) which which hurts. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I'm awake again. (laughs) It's because I get into a really good bit and, um, you know, I'm looking at it with like my one eye, like barely open. (laughs) I'm trying to see and then I drop my Kindle. But um, so when I say technology, I mean your phones, laptops, work, social media, all of that sort of stuff. We don't want negative energy coming in. So set- don't have the blue light today. No, exactly. So setting yourself up for a good nighttime routine is another really simple step that, that people can add on. Hydration, as Michelle said, two liters of water a day, plus, you know, teas and coffees and whatever else. That's more than ample water, making sure you're staying hydrated. Again, water makes up like 50 to 70% of our bodies. Our muscles are made up of 75% water. So super super important it transports things around our body all of the substances that we need it protects and lubricates so again we want to be hydrated all of the time so something simple we all have access to the tap we can all drink two liters of water every single day really simple and it's something that most people wouldn't think about um probably don't drink anywhere near enough water and when you first start doing it like within days people notice they feel more energetic. The skin feels a little bit better. They feel less bloated. Yes, you need to run to the toilet and wee a little bit more than normal for the first few mm-hmm. days, but that dies down. And um, again, another simple, simple thing that everyone's got access to and can do. So all of these things that um, Michelle is going to be doing next week and that my challenges did, they're just not drastic at all. Literally three snacks, two meals, drink two liters of water minimum a day go on a walk, try and get eight to 10,000 steps, have a good sleep routine. Like we're not asking you to go out and buy 150 pounds worth of Herbalife products because I'm promising all these things. Like these are basics everyone can do. You don't even have to buy like a tracker. So with me, I'm not, I'm not tracking my steps, for example. So little simple things that you can make is just but moving more. So if you think to yourself, right, I can't physically go out for a walk, I don't have time. So when you like go to work or the school or park a little bit further away, when you're taking the shopping uh, from the car, we usually load ourselves up like donkeys, like take their bags in one at a time. When you go shopping, walk down every single aisle, even though you don't need to. Park the opposite end of the car park, not outside the door like I do. There's there's loads of little things that you can make. So if you think I can't physically go out for a 20 minute walk, there's ways that you can um, get your steps in or move a little bit more day to day um, without having to go for a walk. So this is just about making like simple um, changes to your lifestyle that can make an actual big difference. So I'm just making the basic changes. So I do. Yeah, I do go for a walk. Like Jack says, both of us have to make effort. We both work at our desks all day long. So a lot of people uh, work from home now. So they don't have the option to park further away when they go to the car park in work because 
they don't go to work anymore. So just get up from your desk now and then um, if you're working from home. Maybe wake up a little bit earlier. Like I have to wake up a little bit earlier. Even before I had the dog, I woke up a little bit earlier and I walked to the garage and back to get a coffee. Now when I go for a walk, I need a purpose. I can't just get up and walk, walk around the block. Like a lot of people do, like I can't. So I needed a destination to walk to. So I woke up a little bit earlier. I literally just woke up, washed my face, brushed my teeth, get dressed, and I go for a walk, get a coffee, walk back. Um, and if I didn't do that walk, then I probably wouldn't move much all day. I'd just be sat here and I wouldn't get hardly any steps in. So I had to make an effort to go for that walk in the morning. So it will take effort and it will take a while for you to get a routine on how to get your steps in. But start off small and just with your steps and just move a little bit more. So like I just said, park further away, take the stairs instead of the lift and things like that makes a big difference. Yeah, all of those things make such a massive difference. And if you're not currently doing those, to suddenly go from, you know, driving every time you go to the shop, parking as close to possible as the shop or the supermarket or work, whatever it might be. If you literally just make those small changes that Michelle has just said, and you weren't doing them before, instantly you're increasing your energy output. Like without doing anything major, you're just increasing energy output. And that is really going to add up over the next like couple of weeks. You'll start to notice a difference if you keep that up consistently. Um, it's just simple, simple things. Even if you get up from your desk, if you are working from home, if you work in an office, just get up like every hour, every 30 minutes, walk to the end of the room and back, walk to the toilet, walk around the office block and back in. I used to do that all the time. I'd like walk to the shop, walk to the canteen. I never bought anything in the canteen because I always had my food with me. But if somebody was going, I'd be like, yeah, I'll walk with you just to like get away from my desk for a minute. And again, good for your mental space as well and productivity and all of that. Yeah. So added bonus there. But yeah, all of these things are really simple and in working out. So training, I everybody needs to get in some sort of resistance workout. But again, that doesn't need to be five, six sessions in the week. 20 to 30 minutes, three times a week, four times a week. Try doing that, just something different that isn't in it your normal. It can be from routine. home. So exactly. resistance can be like body weight as well. Yeah. So if you haven't got any equipment and you've literally got 20 minutes, you know, your, your child has a 20 minute nap and you've only got 20 minutes, like just do some, this, you know, even if you haven't got a plan from a coach, there's loads of things on YouTube that you can do, you know, some push-ups and squats, some lunges, you can get a little circuit in. Um, it doesn't have to be anything um, like drastic, like Jess says, you know, you don't have to commit to going to the gym four or five times a week. If you're someone that don't want to go to the gym, then you can just do something at home. Exactly. And you can get like a little pack of resistance bands on Amazon, less than five pounds, some of them for a pack of five uh, you can get a small, you can pick up dumbbells in the supermarket, some 3K dumbbells. Argos, I get my clients to get them from. Yeah, like Argos, easy peasy. Um, you can get them anywhere, but I would recommend there's a set on Amazon of resistance bands. So my clients usually get the small looped ones that go around your ankles and your legs, but also the longer ones as well, you know, with the handles. Um, there's a pack on Amazon. It's usually $19.99. Sometimes it's even cheaper if they have a deal on. And you, it comes with five different bands. You can hook it to the top of the door, the side of the door, under the door. It's got an ankle strap in there. So you can do like cable kickbacks. And you can do so much with one pack of resistance bands, like so much. And 
using those because there's five different versions you can start increasing the resistance that you're using over the weeks as well so that's another way that you can be building up strength at home so for less than 20 pound you can have access to literally everything you need and just like Michelle said 20 to 30 minute little circuit at home it's going to make all the difference and we've explained the benefits of strength training to you previously but we we recommend we're not just saying do workout just for looking good or anything like that like strength training is so important especially as we get older for increased bone density joint health muscle growth strength reduced rate of injury protection against age-related muscle loss as well Mm -hmm. and improved confidence as the more you start to do it the more you feel better about yourself and all of those are are really good benefits increases your metabolism so that's why we recommend strength training not just you know for aesthetic reasons that's why Michelle still goes and trains even though she's not training for aesthetics at the moment and there's still really good reasons for doing it you know you don't just want to sit at home so yeah 20 to 30 minutes three days a week just try that for now for the beginning and you'll you'll really start noticing the difference commit to doing all of these things for like a good four weeks like be consistent and sit down four weeks later and have a little review and think how far have I come like what have I achieved how am I feeling do I feel better and you will I guarantee you will feel better if you do all of this and keep it consistent there's simple tweaks you can make to your lifestyle that are going to have a dramatic impact on your health and all of that going forwards even just eating better so a lot of people um I'm one of them I I like to snack (laughs) so just by having like three decent meals after a little while you'll feel so much better you'll have more energy um you know you'll be sleeping better so just by making that small change, if you're going to make any change by having just three decent meals and cutting down your snacks to two snacks, you'll just feel better within days. You'll have more energy, you'll feel better, you won't feel lethargic, you'll be sleeping better. So if you're going to make any change, um, I definitely start with that one first, because a lot of clients come to me and they show me like their food diary before they start and it's just snack, 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 snack. And I like, no wonder you've got no energy and sleeping and you feel shit because you're just eating a load of crap. So that's the first change I would definitely make if you're going to make any change is go to eating three meals. Now, a lot of people don't eat breakfast. You don't have to eat breakfast at breakfast time and it doesn't have to be breakfast food. I just recommend having three decent meals, whether that's um, lunch, second lunch and dinner, like it doesn't really matter. Um, Just try and get your three decent meals in and add snacks in as extra. Yeah, definitely. Um, I 100% agree with that. Nutrition should always be the number one focus, you know, exercise and things can come further down the line. And with clients of mine, some of them find everything a little bit overwhelming to do too much at once. So yeah, in that case, nutrition first, always focus on what you're eating and everything else can come as like extra steps that we add when you're ready. And once you've nailed that one habit, um, eating good is just so important and it just makes you feel so much more energetic and alive when you're eating better. You just feel less bloated, feel more awake, more productive, just happier in general. You you notice the difference when people change yeah. their diet, don't you, for sure. So yeah, those are our those are our top tips, really. That they're just so basic, but something that everybody can implement. So if you're currently not doing a, a particular one or a few of these, definitely get on it. 
make a commitment to yourself to do it for the whole of November. You know, we've got December coming up, the festive period when things are going to get, you know, we're going to have more social occasions, more temptation, things like that, which is fine. But if you nail these habits before Christmas, you will have had a good run at doing it and then you're more likely to take it in. So don't wait until the new year to start these. Start now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, these are about seven weeks till Christmas. So you can make yourself feel a lot better now. Then we all gain a little bit of weight over Christmas. So at least if you implement and start now, you're going to put yourself in a much better position towards Christmas. And then if you do gain a few pounds, you're not any worse off because you maybe might have gained a couple of pounds that you've lost from implementing these small changes. So yeah. I recommend starting now. Um, and you, these are small changes that you don't have to pay for a coach for. Like this is not me and Jess plugging our services. This is basic things that you can just do yourself. So I would say start now, put yourself in a good position for Christmas, even if you just feel better, you know, you're less bloated. Um, and then when you do go a little bit overboard over Christmas, you, you're not any worse off. That's my advice. Exactly. And because you've already implemented this for a good period of time, it'll be so much easier to get back to it, you know, and you're not going to be struggling or having to do anything drastic you'll know what to do and it'll it'll just come back to you a little bit quicker. The more often you do it, the more ingrained it'll become as part of your lifestyle and habits. And, and you'll gradually just become fitter, happier and healthier just by maintaining this sort of lifestyle. And it's not to say, you know, you can never go out. We're not saying anything drastic like that. You're not cutting anything out. You're not restricting. It's just purely living living a healthy lifestyle and giving yourself a, a really good opportunity for, um, you know, setting yourself up for your future, basically for future health. Yeah, exactly. And I've literally, I, I haven't got my phone with me. Oh, there it is. But I've literally got something on like every weekend in the six weeks. So I just, I'm doing it to obviously make myself feel better. So at least then I've got six days of the week where I'm going to be implementing these um, basic structure and then one day of the week where I'm not going to be following this structure but at least then if I follow this six days of the week and then go off track and overeat for one day of the week then I'm probably I'm not going to gain anything really so yeah um, it is the time of year where you're going to have a social life like I don't usually have a social life but I've got something on nearly every weekend so this this is another main reason why I'm doing this so at least then I'm not going to gain more weight So even if you have got something on every single week now until Christmas, don't have the attitude where it's like, what's the point? If you have something on one day of the week, you've got six days of the week, a chance to make a change. Like don't throw in the towel and think sod it just because you've won or even two, you might have two nights of the week. That's still five days of the week where you can make a change. Um, A lot of people have the mindset where they think like all or nothing. I've got something on now every day till Christmas. What's the point? Whereas you've still got five or six days of the week where you can implement good changes. So don't think what's the point in starting now because I've got every I got something on every day of the week until Christmas. May as well start in January. You can still make yourself feel a lot better. You've still got um, like I said, five or six days of the week to implement those changes. So don't throw in the towel on now just because you've got loads of occasions on. It's it's just crazy. I've got loads of occasions on, but I can still make myself feel better those days of the week that I don't have anything on. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to be going off track or doing anything crazy in the next day. You'll just implement these habits again. So that's what habits are all about. It's about consistency and doing it most of the time, like 90% of the time. 
then those days out where you go and enjoy yourself they're not going to have such a dramatic impact because you're the next day you'll just get straight back into it um and you'll feel so much better for doing so as well so yeah 100 agree with that approach amazing yeah so those are our top tips let us know if you start implementing any of those and if they help you literally do it start now don't wait until january everybody waits until january there's no need why wait starting today and you'll feel so much better by the new year you could feel like a completely different person even with all of the festive celebrations so yeah let us know how you get on if you do it yeah so messages let us know you get on and that's it for today so if you listen to this on spotify please follow us if you listen to this on apple Podcasts, please leave a review much appreciated yes please do and thank you very much we will speak to you next week thanks bye bye